Hello my friend, this is Clyde, and this is the day after. It was the day after he was crucified. Let us talk about what happened the day before. The trial of Jesus the day before was one of the most disgraceful attempt at justice, and Pilate did nothing to bolster his reputation as a just man. Early that morning, he turned Jesus over to be crucified, and the Roman soldiers, in a mixture of carrying out their duties and excess enthusiasm, they brutalized Jesus in unimaginable ways. Then they crucified him on a cross in a most shameful manner. Six hours later, he was pronounced dead without them breaking his knees to speed up the process. Two of Jesus' followers stepped up and got permission from Pilate himself to bury him. They wrapped him in freshly purchased linen and 75 pounds of spice and laid his body in a freshly minted borrowed tomb in a garden near the site of the crucifixion. The day after was the Sabbath. The day after Jesus died, life had to go on. No one went to the site of the cross to mourn. No one went to the tomb to reflect. It was a regular day after. Matthew 27 tells us about the chief priests who were not satisfied that they had successfully seen his death. So they broke their Sabbath tradition and went to Pilate to ask for the tomb to be officially sealed and guards to be posted so that the disciples would not come to steal the body the day after. There is always a day after, my friend. The day when the world thinks that you have lost, but they make sure to keep you down and they rub it in by sealing the tomb. Yesterday, you were rejoicing over what God has done for you. Yesterday, you celebrated your salvation in Jesus Christ. Yesterday was a good day when you experienced blessings. Yesterday was when you testified that what the devil meant for evil, God turned it around for good. There is a yesterday in your life, in the life of every Christian, when you're on top of the world because God is good. But the day after is something else. Mark did not acknowledge the day after the crucifixion except to say in chapter 16 verse 1 when the Sabbath was over. John treated it as if nothing ever happened. He said nothing about the day after. What about the day after that we should even think about it? The day after the crucifixion and burial seems like nothing happened. Luke said that the women who had come death and the quick funeral, those women, they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. There is always a day after when nothing seems to happen. You have been on a high with Jesus. There were some tough times in your yesterdays, but you had Jesus. Yesterday might not have brought the miracle that you expected, but your faith was still strong because you know that he said he would rise again. Although you might not have witnessed him coming off the cross, you ended the day still believing in a God who came to save you from your sins. But the day after, it always rolls around. And for some of us as Christians, we get 
discouraged. Like the disciples who were in hiding the day after. The day after is like coming out of the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And the day after you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Nothing good is happening. Ask Job about the day after. Nothing except a cloud of gloom and mourning. Your spiritual energy is low, so low that you pretend to be resting like the women, but deep inside you're having thoughts if God has forsaken you. Those disciples in hiding were in despair because there was no more Jesus and the world might start persecuting us and probably want to crucify us. The day after is a day of fear for some of us as Christians because the world is laughing at us and we have no comeback argument. We feel defenseless because Jesus is locked away in a tomb of hopelessness. What do we do on the day after? Child of God, let us talk real talk. The day after is an important day. God knows that that day was coming. In Psalm 16 verse 10 it says, for you will not leave my soul in hell, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. There will be those days in your Christian experience, but here's what you do. You rest in the presence of God. You feed your soul with the assurance that God has not abandoned you and that he will not allow you to rot in this world. God spoke prophetically that God would not allow Jesus to see corruption. And so although he was buried and they sealed the tomb, God had not walked away. The same way, although the world might drive you into hiding and you might feel that this is the beginning of the persecution, on the day after, let hope arise, let faith stay alive, because God has not forgotten you, child of God. God has not, and he never will abandon his children. You look through your window, and you see the world going about its business as if they have won. Walk away from the window, my friend, and look towards the hills from whence your help comes. Psalm 56 verses 3 and 4 says, Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do to me. You've lost your job? Trust in God. You've come through a horrible divorce? Trust in God. Your children have turned away from your faith. Trust in God. Your finances are in ruins. Trust in God. Yesterday might have been great, or at least yesterday seems hopeful. Today might seem painful and you might think you are alone. Listen, my friend, on this day, the day after, be reminded that the next day is the first day of the week. And what did Jesus say about tomorrow? I'll rise again. Today is the day after, but it is the day before. Today the world seems like it is winning, but it is the day before when your miracle will come, when your breakthrough will come, when Jesus will appear to let the world know that your God is alive. This is the day after. But child of God, tomorrow is coming and you will rejoice again. Today is the day after, but tomorrow is is coming and so is your Lord and King. Just you wait and see.